What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of One of One Sports and Cards. As always, I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, and with me, as always, Jerry Dresch. Yo. So, Jerry, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oh, we got a couple of things to talk about, including Top Series 1. There's a couple of those. Let's, let's go. We'll start off with pickups, all weekly pickups. I did not pick up anything. I was kind of low on money this week, so... I didn't pick up anything, but I know you did. Yeah, I did. I picked up like six things. First off, picked up a Jeremy De La Rosa. First Bowman Mojo out of $1.99 for $1.25, which was a great deal for it. Also picked up 12 Armando Cruz first Bowman Chromes and a lot for $10. Notice how these are Nationals players. Also picked up a few Keldon Johnson rookie card lots. For one was for five bucks, seven card lot. The other was a three card lot for a dollar fifty. What cards those have in them? Like optics. Uh, well, the the dollar fifty one had a uh, clearly Donners. Yeah, it's not baseball. Shut up. <laughs> and the other one had had some hoops premium, including a silver. It had a mosaic base and also had a mosaic red. And then my final pickup, which was the biggest one, $26, picked up a Nalevi Marte Pro Debut Auto, which I know you yeah, love. I love Nalevi. Nalevi, yeah. and that's mostly why I picked it up, because you think that he's going to be great. He so, is going to be good. Very good. Just good. You know, he's going to be the best shortstop of all time. All right. So, let's, well, let's talk about prospects since he's got a prospect. This could be the best yield. For baseball cards in recent years, probably because of how deep this rookie class I think could be. So we know series one. We'll talk about that later in depth and checklist and stuff since we do know that now. But I think there's going to be quite a bit of top prospects that's going to make their debut if we have baseball. Bottom of big if. Yes, it is. But if we do, I think we see a lot of these top five prospects come up, such as Bobby Witt Jr. Ali Rutschman, Wiley Green, Julio, Julio Rodriguez, Spencer Torkelson, and possibly C.J. Abrams. But I doubt that because he did get injured last um, last year, so I don't know if they're going to keep him down. I think they will. So those five are the basically the top five, top five, six people on every single prospect list. So do you think if all these players make their debut this year and they're all in the top series sets this year, do you think this this would be the best year, one of the best years in baseball cards? Yeah. I mean, Adley is going to be a great player. Torkelson is going to be great. I mean, the number one prospect. He's not the number, number two prospect. Adley's number one. Of course, I'm big on Torkelson just because I have two of his autos. But the other guys, like you said, C.J. Abrams, <laughs> probably not going to come up. And Bobby Witt, yes, I know you're huge on Bobby. Have to hear about it all the time. <laughs> and of course, Riley Green, who's going to be a stud. Yeah, and J Rod. Yeah, J Rod's. We all know J Rod. I think everybody knows who J Rod is. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who all five of them are. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, so which one are you the most excited about to, to see? Which one? I know it's probably. <laughs> it is not Torkelson. Torkelson would be number two. I've been high on Adley. I love Adley. Always in the show. Traded for him. Dude's a beast in the show. But I mean, everybody's a beast in the show when 
you know how to play the game. <laughs> what do you know how to play the game? I know how to play the game. My name's not Brady Solzman. <laughs> but Adley's just, I mean, number one prospect, Orioles team that needs, they need a lot. They have a bright future, though. Well, I mean, they've, they haven't been good in, like, <laughs> ever, so. It was good in, like, the 80s with Matt Calderon. That's that's awesome. that's before our time. Really? Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's talk about the top series one checklist. Now, tell me how you feel about the top series one checklist. Well, after seeing it, I will not be buying top series one. I will just be buying Wander rookie cards if they're affordable enough. Because what I saw, this is a Wander Chase. And that's it. I know you have differing opinion, but I need to see the players. I'll tell them the players. Okay, well. Because you think it's a crap show. Yeah, because it is. It's None not. of the players on there are that good. Shut up. Not like Wander. No. So, yes, Top Series 1 is not the strongest checklist ever. Okay? But Wander. not even close. Wander is good. He's, he's not just good. He's amazing. But there's other players on this checklist that have pretty good upside, I think. We got Gavin Sheets. I know you don't think he's that good, but he <laughs> but he is in a very good team system. They know how to develop prospects. <clears throat> he's always good in the minors. He he had a pretty decent debut. He played a couple games. He was pretty good. Jaron Duran, you know, I've always liked Jaron Duran forever, but... He had he did struggle in the majors. He did struggle, but I think he can always turn around. The Red Sox know how to produce. Brandon Marsh, he's always been a pretty highly prospect. He doesn't have you know huge upside because he doesn't have a lot of power, but he has a lot of utility. And then Videl Buhan, he was absolute butt cheeks in the major leagues when he came up. He only played like five games, but he he was amazing in the minor leagues. But definitely, I think Buhan and Fonko are going to be the two guys that I'll probably be going after. I have a question. Why wasn't O'Neill Cruz in Series 1? Because the probably going to say him for Series 2. That or he didn't make his... He made his debut at the end of the season. Maybe they'll save him for Series 2. Maybe they thought this checklist was amazing. And they didn't well, want- if Topps thinks this checklist <laughs> is amazing, then Topps has more things to worry about. Well, it's also Topps. <laughs> So the next thing is Super Bowl is this week. This weekend. And do you think that whoever wins the Super Bowl, their cards are going to go up even more? Or are they going to stay pretty steady? Because both Stafford and Joe Bowen's cards have been going up a pretty good amount. But will they go up any more if any one of them wins the Super Bowl? And which one do you think will go up if they... You, we both have the Bengals winning. But, like, if Stafford wins, will his cards go up more? If Bowen wins, will his cards go up more? Just give me your thoughts on this. Whoever wins, their cards will go up more. But the guys that lose are still going to they're still gonna be up there because they just made a Super Bowl. I mean, this is how I see it. It's a win-win if you have both Stafford and Bingo, Bingo cards. Joe Bingo cards. Because it's not just <laughs> it's was, not just them, though. I mean... Yeah, Jamal Chase and all of them. Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup, yeah. Which... Unfortunately, sold his rookie card about the middle of the season. Probably wish you had that back, don't you? Yeah. So this is the way I see it. 
if the Rams do win the Super Bowl, Stafford's college goes up. But Joe Boone's college is still going to go up because he made the Super Bowl as, a, as like a second-year player. That's pretty impressive. So really, they're all going to go up even more, I think. It also depends on Joe plays. I think Joe's going to do good. So, I, I... I'm not so sure about Stafford, though. Yeah, you know, he's always choked in the playoffs. Alrighty. Now, this one, and, and we're probably a little late to this party, but NFTs, they've been getting huge, and I, I don't see why. I know you don't really like NFTs, either. But there's a lot of people buying NFTs. A lot of people are investing in them and stuff. Are NFTs going to be better than sports cards in the long run? What do you think? No. Because for NFTs, everything online, you know, there's there could be problems with online stuff. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> somebody could hack in, get it. Nobody, I mean, the only way you're going to get a card stolen is somebody breaks into your house and they're like, hey. Or you go to a card show and you get stolen. Still um, showcase, which happens quite a bit. Yeah. But cards will always be, I mean, cards have been around longer. I mean, NFTs are selling for stupid amounts yeah. right now, which I don't. See, so like NBA Top Shot, when people pay for like a million dollars for a LeBron James dunk, when you can just go look at it on YouTube for free. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but no, sports cards will always be any card, any card, sports, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, anything. Yeah. I mean, if you start making NFTs, all of it. I mean, it, it could right now hurt, hurt the card market if they keep making NFTs. But I see cards in the future having the better yeah. value. Well, <clears throat> NFTs are big like now. I don't know what the longevity of NFTs are, but this is how I see it. I'm a collector of cards. I would much rather have something in hand than on a computer screen. Like sports cards. Yeah, they have digital sports cards. Who actually does digital sports cards, honestly? I mean, if you do, I know a lot of people do. <clears throat> but like... I would much rather have a item in hand than on a screen. Like, I would much rather have a sports card than a... I don't know what NFTs sell. Are they, like, monkeys with hats on and stuff? Yeah. Like... Well, there's more than just that. Yeah, I mean... But I, I know for uh, for NFTs, a guy that I follow on Snapchat and also has another sports podcast, you probably know it with Snapback Sports, but Jack Settleman... He uh, he's going to the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl tickets automatically come with their own NFT. Really? Yes. I think everything's gonna be winning with NFTs for a long time because I know people like them. I mean, heck, those YouTubers making NFTs now. Like, I think everything's gonna be NFT. I mean, you've seen so many sports stars and just stars in general, movie stars, everything on TikTok, TikTok, Twitter, and uh, they're. Their profile picture is an NFT. Yeah. I mean, there's so many of the grumpy apes and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yes. I did not know that. You know more about the NFTs than I do already. Because I <coughs> follow Jack Settlement, who's in NFTs. Okay. So, yeah, my I, I agree with you. I think sports cards are always going to be longevity. But who knows? Maybe NFTs take over sports cards because everything's going to technology now. Everything is. I mean, there's literally everything old school is gone. So, who knows? Maybe this... Plus, who knows if what fanatics and yeah, all that, that will that come could in. Really that could also Maybe that's why NFTs. a lot of people are going to NFTs. Because they're scared for the car market. Which, I have my concerns, but I also have my positives. But we don't really know a bunch about the information. So, we'll, the, more, 
the more we get information on, well, the more we'll talk about it. But right now, we don't have a lot of information. And, of course, we already talked about this in the first episode of our sports cards, which if you haven't watched, go back, listen to it. Yeah, do it, please. Now, this is probably going to be a short episode. We don't we don't really have a ton. Because the card market hasn't really had a bunch of exciting stuff. I mean, Rookies and Stars came out, which I'm not a big fan of Rookies and Stars. So, Robo umpires have been in the walks. They was in the minor leagues. Let's just get your opinion on Robo umpires. How do you feel about that? <clears throat> I hate Robo umpires. They're... I mean, you can't just you can't change you can't the game have, of baseball. You can't have everything perfect. Yeah. You gotta have the umps make human mistakes. I mean, you're not gonna see the NFL or the NBA or all that go to. Well, you don't know that. How would they be able to? I mean, MLB it's a lot easier because strikes them. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta have you gotta have human error. Like you don't have to have so much human error, like Angel Hernandez, <laughs> but. You need to have some, yeah. and and plus, if I'm a player, I don't want a robot ump. If there's if it calls something wrong, you have nothing to yell at. And it takes out the fights of the umpires. That's kind of fun to watch. So this is I I don't like the logo umpires. I've played baseball. It, it yes, it sucks when you get a bad call on you, like a strike ten foot out of the strike zone. I've I've had it happen. I've had a strike called me when the ball bounced two foot in front of the plate. I just look at the umpire like he's stupid. But it happens. You know, they make mistakes. Was that umpire Angel Hernandez? No, because I wasn't in MLB. <laughs> High school baseball. So, I mean, yes, it sucks as a player, but, like, human ale, it's just, like, it's going to happen. And you can't have everything perfect. It's kind of scary when everything goes perfect. Because perfect things come to an end, eventually. But there is a positive to this, I think. That means there's going to be more offense in the games. Because you ain't going to have pitchers thrown outside the zone. Like people like Juan Soto. Pitchers throw away from him. They don't ever throw in the strike zone. But now when they have the logo on pile, that means, hey, I want to throw it in the zone to try and get around this dude. Because these are more B players. They're not going to swing that stuff outside the zone. Like they know the strike zone. Oh, it's your Javier Baez. Well, that's Javier Baez. <clears throat> so I think this could make baseball cards of hitters. Now, it could hurt the pitchers because they're going to have to throw in a zone, which means they're going to get hit pretty good. But, I mean, pitchers aren't that big anyway. Yeah. But I think this is going to make hitters hit more, and it's going to make the offensive numbers look better. And I think it's going to make the cards look better and make the cards sell more. Look at Aaron Judge. The dude's got the biggest strike zone in the world. He gets so many bad calls on him. So they have to like throw in the zone and that's like I'm not a big Aaron Judge fan, never had been. But he gets a lot of bad calls on him. And he's also like six seven foot, foot tall. Yeah. I mean the Mookie Betts. One of the shorter players in the league. He gets a ton of bad calls on him because how short he is. I mean it, some umpire strike zones don't change for sizes. They're supposed to, but they don't. So I think we could see a lot of these players that get, you know, I saw this crazy stat, you know, like your chance of getting on your batting average from like a like a OO count is like three four hundred, and as soon as it goes to zero and one, you're already in the hole, like almost below two hundred. As soon as you're zero and two, it's like below like way below two hundred. 
It's nuts. So this could change the game for the good and the bad, I think. But who knows, you know. Do you think they'll make the baseball club market go up? With Hills, at least? Yeah. Do you think it'll make the game better, I think? It will not make the game better. Make the game more offensive. Okay. Some people don't like offensive games. I, like offensive I don't games. like offensive games. I hate I defensive battles. I hate going to a game, paying the money, and watching a pigeon duel. It's not fun to me. I like hitting. So, I mean, everyone has different opinions. I'm, not, I'm sure those people that like. I mean, I, I mean, I like both, but there's just too many bad things about robot umpires. Yeah. I mean, who knows what can go along with that. But, I mean, Rob Manfred is in charge of it, so. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I'm we, just taking shots at people today. Yeah, yeah he was today. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think that's all I have on here. Unless you want to add anything, because my sixth thing I was going to talk about, we talked about Forrest with the the prospects making debuts and rookie cards and stuff. I had that to be last, but then you said no, Montaigne, and I got me in a prospect mood, so. When aren't you in a prospect mood? It's true. I love prospects. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a whole two-o box full of prospects. So he also has a full notebook of prospects that he's looking to buy. <laughs> you don't? I do not. I don't really pay attention to prospects. I just use you. You're basically my prospect encyclopedia, <laughs> which is nice to have because I mean I'm your NFL, NBA, all that. Yeah. So. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, look out for the YouTube video Friday. Because we all go into a card shop at 2 yes, We're going to 314 in St. Louis, Missouri. Possibly RBI. The infamous RBI Coup 7. So, of course, I will be picking up stuff. I don't know about Jarrett here, but we'll post a video. I'm a little picky on the stuff I buy. We'll post a video of what we pick up, if we pick up anything. Not if we pick up anything. When we pick up stuff. Yeah, because you're going to be the one picking up stuff. I'm... So look for that. The YouTube link is in our bio with the linked... link tree. Yeah, link tree thing. So make sure you go on there, subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And we look forward to seeing you next week. And as always, keep on collecting.